2: Welcome to the Cow Corner podcast with me, the dolly dropper, James Hurl, and the king of the hoppers, Joss Elliott, for your latest dose of all things Shropshire cricket. And welcome to episode 12 of the Cow Corner podcast. And happy new year, everyone! And happy new year, Just. Happy new year, James. You having yeah, a good one? Yeah, not too bad. I'm actually quite glad that we're actually in the studio because it seems like quite a while since we've last been sat here. It's
3: been uh, over a month, I think, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's the of December. I think
2: has been a lot going on, and uh, we've basically been holding off until the new rules and fixtures come out, so we've got something to pad out. Uh, so we can't just give you just transfer rumours because I know that's what everyone really wants to hear uh, But
3: we do have to uh, well don't know if we can call them guests anymore just to be honest Certainly not special guests. This week once again, we're back to the full capacity We've got Birmingham League ton scorer Andy Harrison and Beacons Jamie Martindale with us. How you doing guys? Very nice
4: to be back boys. Absolutely nice to be back. Thanks for having us. Happy New Year
2: Oh fantastic
3: well and um
2: We've now got an upgraded uh, sound system now, so we all have a mic each, so I'm hoping that it isn't too bad, and hopefully uh, we we'll may have a few teething problems, but hopefully we'll be all we've sorted We've already out. had some
3: teething problems, because we we've had to put them on some books, and while getting his books, Andy Harrison has basically trashed my flat.
5: <laughs> well, you shouldn't really have half-opened bottles of sun cream in your book cupboard, should you well, really, to, really I, Joss?
4: To be honest with you, I was a bit more disappointed i spilt beer. I look like Spilling beer
2: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, for any of you Who may have been uh, Looking at the photos That we posted up earlier We've also got a bit Of merch with us tonight Haven't we guys Yeah good stuff
4: I have a phone case It's it's very good
2: Yeah pretty special So if you go onto Instagram Or we'll probably Post it all back up On Twitter Uh, You can have a look At what we've got And uh, yeah So it's been a new year And uh, a lot of teams Have been posting out Their team of the decades And uh, we posted out uh, Something back in Well I think it was About December um, which was basically a roundup of the Premier League teams and looking at who could be the Shropshire County Cricket League's team of the decade which caused a bit of debate um, and uh, yeah, so we had a bit of a chat and uh, boys, did you have a look at it?
4: Yeah, we sure did I saw Sentinel up there, was very disappointed they weren't top but you know
5: Well, you've only been there a couple of years, haven't you Andy? How
2: many well, years have you been yeah, there? You know. Four? if I
4: was there, they might might be top of the tree but you know, it's one of them Absolutely. things, isn't it? So, yeah <laughs>
2: It caused a bit of debate, especially uh, you know, Newport. Newport on average had the most average point. Well, had the well, most
3: well when then because they must have uh, uh, yeah. Sure I then. think
2: I think when we're in the top three on average points on actual total points throughout the whole ten years, when we're the most. Uh, but the thing was, it was a bit hard to dis- distinguish because mm. like some teams obviously go and play in the Birmingham League, and then if they then come back, I was a bit like it's quite hard to do it. So we did teams mm. teams. You had to have played in the division for. Uh, five years or more uh, to qualify, and then after that, then have a look at what points you've got. So yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't. Uh, know,
4: I don't know if any of you what uh, listen to Talk Sport lately. Obviously, mm-hmm. with the cricket on, I always like to listen to it while I'm at work. But uh, they come up with something really good the other day, and found out the percentage of runs. Batsmen have scored yeah, was good, for that. their country, and it was brilliant. Like mm. uh, take for example, Gareth Batty was 003 three percent of the runs. Alistair Cook was something like one. No, was the, was it? it
5: was the I think was one point seven. Something, yeah, and then and he was Cook one point was nine maybe, something. Well, he, maybe in the two two percent. Yeah. I'm not sure. But well, you
4: know. New, Newport have done very well. But Raj Bhatia has scored fifty percent of their runs, and he was here for one season. So. You know, it's it's quite interesting reading, isn't it? <laughs>
2: yeah. So we once the Jacques done that, Callis of uh, <laughs> yeah. Newport Cricket Club, yeah, well, six <laughs> percent. Well, once we uh, once we've done the uh, once we've done the whole team of the decade thing, we actually put it out to a vote to the Cal Corner public on uh, Twitter and uh, WEM were actually your winners <coughs> for Team of the Decade. They got 52.5% of the public votes. Right, um, yeah, which good basically side. means out of, a, out of the 100-odd who voted, they probably had about 60-odd who voted. So yeah, That's massive. congratulations, yeah. WEM. And, well, you like we said, you were the most consistent over the 10 years, and, and look, you're gonna be starting 2020 in a brand new league, and uh, with a brand new pro, and lots of exciting things going on for WEM, but we'll uh, we'll come up to that later. Um, so what you can expect from Cow Corner in the new year, so as some of you may have seen already, we've got new bat stickers, uh, which you're more than happy to get in touch with if you want. Yeah.
4: Ed, Ed Davis wanted to buy 10 of them, yeah. and was, But he, he could only afford one, that's all he had in his wallet. <laughs> he was devastated, I don't know why he wanted them. If, you are,
2: if you are interested, let us know. Because it was bin you, day, I think.
4: <laughs>
2: if, you, uh, if, you, if you are interested in having more than one, we are going to be doing a deal so it works out cheaper if you buy like all four, for example. It's a shame you didn't get more than
5: one Birmingham League tonne.
4: <laughs> I did. I bowled every week.
2: but uh, yeah so we will also be uh, you may have seen in some of the photos we've also got some mugs and some nice t-shirts and jumpers and they they will be coming out soon as well but um, yeah we we haven't quite got around to showing you all those yet but yeah so lots of exciting things we've got as you know the Cow Corner Live but also uh, we are going to be trying to get around the grounds a bit more get around the clubs and also get into Shropshire Cricket and we've got
3: quite an exciting uh, episode up next have not we Joss Yes, we're off to Woodstock, aren't we? Yeah. So we're heading off down to Craven Arms Road, Way to have a chat with Woodstock, who does produce some fantastic cricket. Mm. Kit. So looking forward really? to that. It's
4: all I use. Mm. Love it.
2: So yeah, if you are, if you do have any connections or you want us to come down to your grounds or anything like, or you create or your own a company which sells bats or anything to do with cricket in Shropshire, get in touch and we'd be <coughs> more than happy to uh, get involved. Uh, we also uh, put out uh, a Cow Corner survey. Uh, which went down really well. We had over a hundred people respond uh, with various things, and it was it was really fantastic to get some feedback. Wasn't it, Andy,
4: oh, absolutely fantastic! Yeah, yeah. To be fair, at, at Net a Night, a lot of people were talking about the survey, and they said they uh, commented. Ben Miller was saying he'd uh, he was very interested in it and wanted wanted us to get around and speak to a lot of the lads, so you know, do some interviews in the season. So, mm.
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. One of the main things I think that a lot of people wanted to get is they want us to get more in, more into the more into like getting other people involved, doing other clubs, which is great, and which we, we, we're trying to do, and we started last season. I mean, last season we went to, we've been to Whitchurch, we've been to Werfield, we've been to Wham, um, where else have we, we've been? We've got we had um, Wellington, someone from Wellington. So we are we are trying to get round people. Uh, is just it, obviously we can't do it all in one year.
5: Is it fair to say that the listeners are bored of listening to Andy Harrison? Is that what you're trying to say?
2: We we had one person who said that they are bored of Andy Harrison. Well, you can double you can double, that, were, you can double that you can double that now. Were, there were, there <laughs> was someone, <laughs>
4: Josh. It was rather harsh to comment on me about that.
2: There was some, <laughs> someone, from, someone from someone from something else. oh was it? Hey yo. <laughs> But no, yeah, it's really good feedback. And a lot of the stuff we kind of knew, but yeah, it's just really kind of helped us. And hopefully in the new year, we're going to create like a better product for you, something that you will help. And one of the things that came across is that we're going to try and keep it to around an hour, hour and a half, which would be great for you all. Uh, But also with that, uh, we're going to hopefully try and do more podcasts uh, more often so that we get more, more out there. And yeah, that'll be quite interesting. So now we're going to move on to our newest feature, which is called... Headlines. Now we move on to headlines, our new feature where we try to reel off the main headlines in Shropshire cricket in two minutes. So, starting with you, Joss. New ones have been
3: released by Shropshire Cricket League. Hot topics are names and official points, which we'll at
5: later. Twenty twenty fixtures have been released for all sides around Shropshire.
4: Eve Jones has been signed by Birmingham Phoenix for the upcoming hundred tournament. John Abraham's new director of cricket for Shropshire. Calvin
3: Priest in England 1950s 50 for the World Cup in Cape Town 2020. Shropshire Women's 100 Tournament coming
2: this year. Towards regional season will play a round-robin competition across four weeks during the summer, with the last week featuring a finals night to crown the winner.
4: Quad female pro, a glimpse into the future. Are they trailblazers?
5: Joss and Andy go head-to-head in the indoor final.
2: And Calcorner News. Cow Corner is coming closer and merchandise is on its way. Now that we've done that, let's move on to our first topic of the night, and that is Cow Corner News. So we will move on to Cow Corner News, and I think um, the best place to start is the Cow Corner Nets, which uh, have been running since, probably I think it's been about the end of November, and they've been hugely popular. And uh, Andy, you even turned up to one, which was uh, fantastic to see one of the actual presenters upset Myself turn up.
4: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's been quite nice, to be fair. Um, lots of lots of different players different clubs mm. it's great to see I'd I never expected it to quite be like that to be honest with you mm. I didn't think all them clubs would, would turn up but it's fantastic like Quatton Warfield were in a net the other night there must have been what 12 of them 13 of them mm. they're in one net then you add the likes of Acton Reynolds and a few Beacon, others Kun, Beacon yeah, yeah. it's just a nice mix actually and obviously some, some of the lads you, you won't face them on a Saturday you won't play against them on a Saturday and it's good to get a glimpse at some players as well really and just see what they've They've got to give, really. So yeah. I think Brilliant. just
5: looking at you know you, your videos, James, that you've put on social media, the photos and whatnot. I don't think it's similar to Andy. I don't think we expected the turnout that you're getting. I think it's, you know, it's it looks it looks like it's been absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, you're See, right, Josh
3: the, the demand um, is there, obviously, in the winter for
4: mm. to your battery must be low after though you like filming it, don't you? Hey mate, if,
2: if, if, if I didn't no one would know how good it's going, <laughs> no one would know one would I, want it the
3: come. The only thing is for me, I, I believe them into Wednesday soon. Yes. Yeah, Tuesdays yeah. aren't good for me because i am um, indoor. Yeah, so basically on... Oh,
2: that's running, your excuse, is it? Yeah, we've been oh, I'm looking th- forward to Josh
4: coming to Easy
0: Wicket.
2: <laughs> we've been running eight till nine on a Tuesday up until now, but um, after this week, it'll um, be our last week on a Tuesday, and we're going to be moving to Wednesdays. Uh, There's been a bit of a discussion, uh, Shrewsbury School have been in touch, so... It, uh we, we will have to play it by here as to whether it can continue on in february oh um it's as a... we get as the uh red tape comes in <laughs> comes yeah. around us and is, is that because you're making involved. a profit james or i'm not making any profit at all that's the that's the thing that's but, a lie. um but yeah so we've had a, a mix of people from all different clubs and yeah it's been fantastic turn out really really kind of pleased with it you know it's not really any uh, yeah, it's just we've had a real good mix. It's been like some players we've had we've had players who play in the Prem, we have players who played Sunday Div 2. You know, it's been a right mix. And it's been for me, it's been great to get into know you all because you're all fantastic people and uh, really good to chat with you with that and also get to know what's going on at your clubs and having a good chat with you there. And uh, but yeah, I think it's been a good social for everyone. Everyone's enjoyed meeting different I, be, players and on, having a beer. Down
3: for, you obviously come. The teams are going to get their own nets mm. going soonish on the thing. Yeah, I
4: think, yeah, so I think ours, ours. start on Wednesday. Yeah, our, so our, plan- ours
5: are on a Wednesday as well. So you can come to ours instead of
4: net, So if you'd like to play for Beacon, <laughs> sorry, Jamie. I don't, I don't think any. I don't think anyone wants to go there, Jamie. That is rich, hell.
2: <laughs> to answer your question, Joss, uh, we are looking to just finish it in so by the end of February is the ideal finished date. Like I said, we're going to be meeting with Shoesby School, so it may just be that this next one is the last one, but hopefully not. Hopefully we're, we're going to run it through mm-hmm. February so that people who don't have next starting can still have a neck because I know all the ours don't start yeah. until March. Uh, but no, yeah, just basically keep it going, and also some people just quite like coming down to the social, really, and, yeah. and meeting different people, and just meeting people who are not from their club, which has been really nice, and yeah, meet, met some real good characters. Had some really good chat and had some real good beers at the Beacon afterwards. And uh, yeah, so the other thing is that we've got some new merch out, which we've uh, kind of hinted at before. And uh, we've got some mugs in front of us, boys, haven't we? I love them, love them. I love it, yeah.
3: got my personalised mug with King of the Hoppers written on it.
2: Every time
4: I, every time I look at my mug, it's going to tell me I scored a Birmingham League ton. <laughs> um, it doesn't say the other side how many I went for off my bowling, but... You know, it, uh, it'll cheer me up sometimes on a sad day. Are you going to put these pictures up on social media?
2: Yeah, so it's all going to go up on social media. So basically, the idea is we're going to look to try and find a way that we can, um, obviously, if not sell it online. If you just want, if you're interested in them, I'll be posting up the pictures with how much it costs, and you just send me a message back it, and I'll get it sent out to you in the post. Um, I have got a deal with a company who is creating all this stuff, so that basically, as soon as you order it, I. Can, I can get it out to you soonish, basically.
4: Mm. If uh, you if you do see the photos, uh you'll see that James Hill, with the money he's making from the Nets, has bought himself a hoodie and has decided to just buy his T shirt. So uh <laughs> you know he I'm not
3: making, I'm
5: not <laughs> <laughs> He's not making that much. <laughs> he's
2: he's only getting travel. Um but no yeah, so <laughs> no yeah, the main, the main thing is is the, the well the big thing that I'm really excited for is the potential for this live show and I know we've been talking about it for quite a while but now that we've got all this bit sorted out we can actually look forward to planning and also a lot of people from the Nets have been quite excited about it. Good, are we still looking for a venue? Yeah so we're trying to find somewhere which is kind of like in between Shrewsbury and Telford that people can get to in a venue which will be uh, you know, we'll fill everyone that we're in, but we, we obviously don't want something too what are you small.
3: We're we looking at action there.
4: We, <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, or Morrison's I think, in Wellington. I think, <laughs> think Rockstar have offered us uh, there, haven't they? I think. I think. Yeah, ah. I'm pretty sure Rockstar have offered us. Yeah, Rob uh, Rob Davis has said about it, but uh, the only trouble is you might have to put it with Joe Brown, so I don't know if we'll go there. no, maybe. no, 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 we, no, can't, do we can't do that. No. Nah.
2: as long as it's got a bar, that's the main thing, really, and um, so. If you are interested, uh, we will be putting some posts up just to say that you would you'd be interested in coming. Just let us know if you are interested in coming, just so that we can organise that. Yeah, so it's um, it's been really good. So the final thing in the Kalgoorlie news is something that took off quite really, and it's something which we just kind of threw out there just as something just to see what people mm-hmm. were thinking. Was we got that many people coming to nets that we threw out the idea that uh, we could maybe put a team together on a Sunday uh, for an occasional game, and then. We had an influx of people, we had uh, clubs asking us for friendlies before the season on a Saturday, we've had clubs asking us to play them on a Sunday, uh, and we've even had an invite to uh, be a part of a 100 tournament uh, from Warfield where we'll be playing against other clubs. Um, they've sent me the email so if anyone is interested uh, or wants to know more about the Werfield 100 tournament, uh, feel free to get involved. But yeah, that's very much something else that's going to be a work in progress and uh, you never know. We may even come in a, up against Grasshoppers on a Sunday if we can get a side together.
5: So are we going to have to decide whether we play for Cow Corner or Grasshoppers Very on a not. Sunday?
2: So you can, There's you no do, central you can do, contracts around. You, you, can do, you can do an innings for each. Oh, totally uh, a, ba- a,
5: <laughs> a batting innings, I should add.
2: <laughs> so, Jamie, you can bat for both sides. <laughs> Andy can bowl for both sides and Joss can score for both sides. No, because <laughs> if I bowl
4: for both sides, they're both going to score 300. <laughs> I, won't you,
2: mate. Uh, and I, I won't be able to play because I won't be good enough to get another either
5: team. <laughs> I'll
4: be grasshoppers because I want to bowl at you, Hill. Were you
5: expecting someone to say, No, don't
4: be daft, James? You are good enough. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: the only reason Hill started Calcorn in the first place was to find a new club. <laughs> it hasn't <doesn't> happened. <laughs>
3: So <laughs> what season? Count Corner
2: Cricket Club. <laughs> but no, yeah. So basically, the idea was just to kind of
5: make sure you make get a club start.
2: mark. Oh god, yeah, get a club mark. But no, yeah. Uh, it's more just an idea, just to kind of get an occasional game, maybe, or do something like that. But yeah, thank you very much for everyone who's been in touch. And uh, yeah, it's very much a work in progress. I won't say it's going to happen this sounds season. Like but you know.
3: sounds like you could get a really strong team together as well
2: yeah we've had we've had real big interest from a lot of clubs and a lot of players we had about 60 people say that they'd be interested in turning out for the old cow corner lads
4: fantastic (laughs) it's really good if you want a a game against hoppers you better talk to the secretary that's me Um, so uh, yeah it hasn't give, sorted fixtures out. Yeah, yeah, I haven't sorted fixtures out yet, but it will be yeah, doing if, very, very quickly. Yeah, if we can if we can if we can do our bit to promote Sunday
2: cricket as well, you know, that's that's all that's all well and good. But yeah, now we move on. the First of our main topics, and that is the new fixtures have come out. Oosh. Okay, so on Tuesday, one of the best moments of the year, the, the moment that you realise that the cricket season is slightly coming, and one of the one of the one of the moments that most cricketers look forward to the the day that the fixtures are released and uh, yeah some really big games coming up and so we'll start with the Premier Division and in the Prem, Frankton start at home to Allscott, Newport start at home to Shelton, Quat welcome Whitchurch, Sentinel welcome Maidley, Shrewsbury Second Eleven are at home to Wellington and Werfield First Eleven. Face against Ludlow so quickly, uh, nice and easy from that opening weekend of fixtures. What are you, what stands out for you? We'll start off with Joss. Uh,
3: for me, I think Frankton against All Scotts going to be a tasty fixture. Frankton freshly promoted, All Scott stayed up by the skin of their teeth last year. They've, um, I believe, they've got a pro this year, so it'll be interesting to see him mm. how and well they do. Mm. So I think that'll be a good fixture.
4: Andy. Obviously, gonna have to say Sentinel and Madeley because I'll be playing in it, and uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. We we'll always have a good fixture with Madeley, so
2: yeah. Mm. And Jamie,
5: uh, I'm looking at Shoesby Two's uh, the Wellington. I'm interested to see how Wellington start after their season of stability and rebuilding last time. Um, especially with Tom being there now as well and then Tuesday 2 is newly promoted so it'll be interesting to see how how they start
2: Yeah, definitely I've I've gone for Whitchurch versus Quatt I think they're going to be two sides there especially with, well, Quatt finished up there last season and uh, finished up there the season before as well and the uh, recruitment that uh, Whitchurch have done in the off-season I think they're going to be two sides that are potentially going to be up there so that's going to be very much a litmus test to see uh, what might happen throughout the season Now we move on to Division 1 Regional Second Eleven host Wellington Second Eleven. Newtown First Eleven welcome Chirk. Pontsby First Eleven welcome Beacon. Shifnall Second Eleven host Beaumere Heath. And St George's welcome Knockin and Kinnelly whilst Albury first 11 travel to newcomers werefield second 11 so in those ones uh which ones are we looking out for as being the big standouts in that one jamie we'll start with you
5: um i think i have to uh, say ourselves we're away at ponsbury i think two sides that might be slightly optimistic about how we can go this season obviously ponsbury had a good sort of first half of the season last year um ourselves i think we're in a I think we're in a, a pretty good place at the minute. You know, we've having a, a decent indoor season, and if we can continue the momentum into outdoor with a couple of signings we've made as well, um, I'm optimistic we can start well at Ponsbury But we will have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah.
6: And
4: to be uh, honest with you, in my notes I've gone for Ponsbury and uh, Beacon mainly because I've got a few mates who play for both teams, yeah. and uh, yeah, just to see what Ponsbury can can do after last season. Because looking at the league there's nothing to say they can't do well this season and i'm very impressed which we'll all talk about later with the recruitment of beacon and they've done the right things so it's going to be an interesting start to the season mm, josser
3: uh to me i've got to back my own team again with seconds Old Breakers. our seconds were playing werefield seconds only a couple of seasons ago
2: mm.
3: and, and i think they'll be strong it'll be a tough game for us that so
2: yeah they, worth yeah i haven't spoken to a lot of the lads who've come to the nets it's their uh, I think it's, I think it's fair to say they're a bit indifferent about what they think about next season. But yeah, it's going to be really interesting. It's a big it's a big rise from Warfield, given that they were playing yeah they were playing our seconds only two years ago. Uh, for myself, I've I've been a bit greedy. I think that I think that my two, I've picked two. I've gone for Chirk versus Newtown. I think that's going to be a fantastic little uh, Welsh derby there, and it'll be interesting to see how the new team Chirk come up. Uh, a lot of people who are a part of the league reckon that Chirk actually have one of the best players in the whole of the. Shropshire Cricket League in Andrew Swarbrick is what I've been told and uh, be interested to see how they come up against Newtown and how Newtown do without Dave Laird and uh, I think as well I've gone for Shifnal second 11 um, versus Beaumere Heath I think Shifnal are going to be up there this season I think they were disappointed to miss out last season they'll be wanting to put a good statement of intent out there and I think Beaumere they'll be looking to go straight back up and it'll be, uh, yeah, be interesting to see how they do and be Quite a good level of uh, how th- I think that season will go.
3: C- can I just say, James, before our listeners put his point on it, um New into Chirk, you described it as a derby. There's a lot of miles between those two places. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're both in Wales, <laughs> but it's <laughs> a long way. Yeah. I played it,
4: I played it Chirk before. I played there. Played, uh, played them a few years ago. We played them on a Sunday grasshoppers, it was very good. New quite sound. I
5: mean, next year we say knocking the bridge north as a derby. Okay, I'm very
2: Okay, so I'll <laughs> that all
4: back and I'll just say that, yeah, <laughs> that
2: really. it anyway. that'd know. be a great
4: game though I agree yeah. with you it's a good game it'll be a good game
2: yeah so now we go on to the other leagues and uh, we're all going to take a league each I think uh, Division 2 I think the two standout games there Monty versus Lillashall. they were two top sides last season and I think they'll be two sides that'll be looking to push forward uh, we'll obviously be talking about Monty later when it comes to transfer rumours because it's been quite interesting that club it'll be interesting to see how they push on this year and also uh, the much talked about Chelmarsh versus Oswestry Twos. Oswestry Twos, they won the league last season didn't they they won division 3 it It'd be great to see how they crack on against Chelmarsh the side who've got double promotion it'll be interesting to see how they get along Joss division 3 who division are you looking three, at
3: division 3 for me I'm looking at Weath against Welshpool. I think they'll both be challenging in the, the season so it, uh, mm. A good opener for
2: those two. Yeah, that'll be, be a good shout because obviously Wheaton Aston, they came
4: up last season, didn't they? Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. A strong team. Uh, yeah. And Andy? Uh, yeah, quad Two's versus Acton Reynolds. Obviously a club me and Joss are affiliated with. Um, Acton Reynolds had a good season last season. Mm. Looked like they're going to be a, a good side in that league. But quad Twos with their first strengthening, which we'll talk about later, um, they've got a point to prove this season because they're mm. going to want to prove... It was a wrong call for them to be relegated, which we will soon find out, but mm. yeah, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, and
2: on to Division
5: 5, Jamie. Uh, so I've gone for Beacon 2s um, and Witchurch 2s. I think it would be fair to say Whitchurch 2s perhaps one of the favourites for promotion. I think, you know, particularly against Oblebury last season, they had some good players, didn't they, playing in, in their 2s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they, they, us- yeah. they usually put out some good players in their 2s um, in Division 5, mm. and then hopefully ourselves, Beacon. Um, our second team might be a bit stronger i know we'll touch on it with the transfers later but we've recruited two or three recently and hopefully that will filter down a little bit into our second team um and they can have another solid season yeah it's um, going to be really interesting
2: in that division five because you've got a lot of teams who are second 11s who have got teams in the Premier Div one and a lot of the teams are strengthening which is only going to improve their second 11 so it's yeah going to be a really interesting division that and uh yeah, so in Division Six, I've gone for Flannidlois versus Shrewsbury Threes, uh, newly, another newly promoted side against the high finisher. I think that's going to be a nice little tasty encounter with Lanny looking to rise up the leagues again. And uh, we move on to Division Seven, Joss.
3: Division Seven for me, the opener St George's Thirds against Ludlow Thirds. Two big clubs in the county mm. coming up against each other. That should be should be a good uh, good fixture.
2: Yeah, and Division Eight. Andy?
4: Yeah, I've gone for Condover v Forton, High finisher versus relegated team. So, mm. yeah, it should be an exciting game and good start to the season. And uh, Jamie, you've covered our Sunday team.
2: So <coughs> what, what do you think of the big games in the Sunday Div 1 and Div 2?
5: Uh, so Division 1, um, Worfield 3s against Oswestry 3s. I think they're two really big clubs. Um, Oswestry newly promoted against Worfield, who I believe are champions of Sunday Division 1 for the last three years. Uh, you were saying earlier James um, so I think that's a, a key one in Division 1 and for Sunday Division 2 uh, we've gone for Wellington fits against Wem 3s uh, Wem uh, newly relegated, they'll be hoping to bounce back um, and I think it'll be interesting to see how they get on uh, and Wellington again, I think they finished mid-table last year, I think they'll be looking to finish higher as well so I think that's a really interesting fixture in Division 2 on Sunday's
2: yeah, So all the fixtures have come out and it's the, yeah it's- it's been quite nice just having a look and uh, trying to work out on which weeks you won't be playing, or in some people's case, which weekends you don't want to be playing. Mm. <laughs> and uh, so this begs the question, uh, which which fixtures uh, are we all looking forward to on a personal note this season? Uh, we'll start with you, Josser.
3: I'm looking forward to playing against Colm away, because it's on my doorstep for a start. Um, but also, I, I, I know the lads at Colm quite well, so I'm looking forward to playing against them. And they're an ambitious club, that, you know. Just started up, got promoted last year, so um, I think be a good fixture.
4: Some nice lads there, to be fair, Johnson. Yeah, they, they are a real good bunch here. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see how they get on as well against. Mm, them. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's gonna no, be decent,
2: decent. It's gonna be. I think Division Five is gonna be a bit of a toss-up this year. It's gonna be really interesting yeah. to see how that goes on. Uh, Andy, how about yourself?
4: Uh, for me, uh, being selfish, I like food. So, uh, Frankton away, tea is gonna be magnificent. Uh, but no, there is there is fixtures. Warfield uh, copped a bit of crap last year off them, so uh, looking forward to getting there and doing uh, the best we can. And mm. yeah, yeah there's loads of fixtures in the league. Actually, I'm looking forward to. But Warfield, Warfield away, would be a nice one. I do like bowling there. And uh, Jamie, uh,
5: I'm looking forward to Chirk away uh, in particular. Um, be a new ground for me, new experience. I've not not played there before. Um, I have played with Nick Flack, one of their key players. I played with him. Uh, last year at Kai Glass President's Day, and he's you know he came across as a really uh, good bloke, bullet arm. Um, so it'd be, it'd be interesting to play there. I'm looking forward to it. And if if they're all uh, good lads like Nick, then I'm sure it'll be a, a good day.
2: Oh, nice. And uh, on a personal note, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to knocking away. Uh, why not? Uh, local local game for Albury and uh, re- lovely track. And uh, yeah, you yeah, get run, yeah, decent teams. Yeah i'd say that because i won't get many runs but no yeah and also looking forward to putting myself up against beacon Uh, that's always good mainly just because you get to go to the beacon afterwards and have a good chat and we know quite a lot of the beacon lads yeah so what do you think are going to be the big standout fixtures so we'll have one from the prem one from div one and one from elsewhere across the whole season so basically any game which you think are going to be big decisive fixtures in the in those leagues so one from division one one from the Premier Division and one from any other division in the Shropshire Cricket leagues.
3: To me, in the Prem, I think Quatt against Centre are going to have two good battles. I think they'll both be up there at the end of the season. I, they both play very good cricket, competitive cricket. It'll be an um, interesting couple of encounters those, I think. I picked out Beacon against for Seconds. I'm, I'm backing these two teams to, uh, to be up there at the end. I think Beacon, as Jamie mentioned, we're going to talk about their recruiting later on. They, they've strengthened considerably over the winter. Schiffle seconds didn't quite get promoted last year, but they'll be up there again this year. So I think that'll be a key fixture for me in Division One.
2: And you're uh, any fixture from any other division? And,
3: uh, I've gone for Sentinel thirds against Albury thirds. <laughs> now, um, I'd love to play against John Ashton again. haven't played against him for a long time. I hope he's still playing in the thirds. And our seconds haven't got a game that weekend. That's the weekend of our buy. I've just been ah, checking that's out. Fantastic. Hopefully we can give them a good
4: game. Andy? Yeah, well, I've gone for Warfield Quad. It's a local derby. A stone throw away. Uh, at net, they they all go in the same net together. They're all from the same neck of the woods. They're, they're all, I think, they're pally, but I think deep down, when it comes to on-the-field commitments, mm. I don't know if their games get tasty, but I would have thought so. Um, Division one, I've gone for Alberbury-Ponsbury uh, due to a few of my... Uh, my friends play for both teams, It'd just be an interesting game I think, mm. you know, looking at Alberbury last year, didn't quite do as well as you were hoping. Uh, yeah, I, think, I think we did, we did alright, we, 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 right. we survived and Yeah, that exactly, great. that's the main thing, you survived, but i um, just just interested to see what Ponsbury are going to do this year actually, and then uh, oh. my last game I've gone for uh, Acton Reynolds-Kai Glass, just because we've got a lot of friends that play for both teams and uh, club legend Nick Broadbent I'd like to know from all the uh, actor Reynolds lads uh, how his flight and guile is these days He's uh, he's got slower with age and I tell you what you have to wait a month for the ball to come down so uh, I want to see how they get on it would be interesting so um, yeah uh, Jamie uh, bringing up what Andy was saying uh, we were
2: talking to Matty Hartshaw on the other night and uh, he was slightly pessimistic about Ponsbury's goals for next season uh, as we were kind of thinking that they'd be doing quite well didn't we
5: yeah I mean you know there could be comparisons to them last season where they started really really well and then they f- they faded off a little bit I don't know whether he's thinking you know it might be the case again I'm I'm not really sure I know they're they're not being linked with any players are they so in terms of recruitment I think you always have to try and recruit
2: mm. um you always yeah, have to try and they strengthen certainly all
3: tries harder than them to be fair but- <laughs>
2: well, yeah, yeah. You got Thomas duddleston who's one of the most committed players. Well, one of the committed fans of Shots cricket, isn't yeah, he? L- makes a nice list, doesn't he? Apparently. Yeah.
4: Just, just so everyone knows, um, bless him, but, Pud. He is recovering, but uh, in the indoor, he suffered a real bad injury uh, not long back, and uh, yeah, it's ha- good to see him recovering. Yeah, so. yeah. Get well soon. Pud, Get well soon, it? Pud. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um. So, Jamie, what are your what are your picks? One from Di- Premier Division, and one from Div One, and one from elsewhere.
5: So for the Premier Division, um, I've gone for Werfield um, against Sentinel. Come on, Sentinel. I think, I think Werfield are, are usually there or thereabouts. I think they will be again. I know they've recruited one or two, which again we'll touch on later. Um, Sentinel as well. I know they haven't got an overseas just yet or a pro just yet, but I, I believe that's in the pipeline. I think Sentinel could have a, a really good year, led by this man next to me, yeah. big Andy Harrison. He'll, they'll be expecting big things from him again.
4: All 20 staring of me. And the rest. <laughs> um, so I think yeah, Warfield yeah. and Sentinel I think I think they'll both be up
5: there and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the outcome of those those fixtures division one uh, so I've gone for shift twos against chirk I think
2: Big
4: game
5: I think shiftnel twos will be right up there I think they might even win it um, and chirk again a little bit of not so much an unknown quantity but because I think we sort of learned a little bit in the last sort of 12 months about chirk but ha- having not seen them play, um, I think it'll be really interesting to see how they get on in Division 1 and, yeah. and again I, I think I think they'll fare quite well in Division in mm. Division 1 um, yeah.
2: yeah and elsewhere
5: uh, so in Division 5 I've gone for Beacon 2s against Column. you know a, a nice local derby uh, good to see Colum rising up the leagues um, and I think I think there will be I think there will be two real real good games two huntingers if you like mm. um, yeah in Division 5
2: yeah it's gonna be interesting I've gone for I reckon in Oh, well, I reckon in the promo I've gone for Werfield versus Wellington. I think Wellington have recruited well and I think they've always got a production line which is going to make them stronger and stronger. And I think the way that they finished last season, I think they're going to be right up there. I think Werfield as well, they're another strong side that'll be interesting, especially with the recruitment that they've done. I think they're it's going to that's going to be a really good game. Uh, but again, I could have picked any of the sides. I could have picked Quatt, I could have picked... I could have picked Whitchurch. I could have picked anyone, but yeah, I thought I'd go for something a bit different.
5: It looks a fantastic league, the Prem, yeah, no, the this, prem this, looks this year. Like
2: it's going to be absolutely, it's going to be going off. I base, think the
5: the, the Gulf is getting bigger, isn't it, between the Prem and Div One? Um, I think the gulf is getting bigger and bigger.
2: Oh
4: yeah, I think yeah. you could see it happening when the leagues when they, when they sorted out the restructure. It, it was only going to take time to to get back to. You know, uh, as strong as it, it was back in the day. I mean, obviously with the Birmingham League, this the teams up there yeah. are always going to be stronger. But it, now everyone is in Shropshire, it, it's going to be a lot stronger, and it's going to get better and better. I think and better. it's
5: it's very much a, a Shropshire elite, isn't it? It no, really it's much is better. Very much, much better. Much better Shropshire elite league. That's, I, that's what we want,
4: yeah. isn't it? Absolutely. I'm, I'm oh, very absolutely. Much, I'm very much looking forward to it. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Yeah,
2: I think I think as well what what will happen as well in time. I think it will be the kind of Premier League effect. You know, like in the Premier Division, where At one point, like the Premier Division kind of pulled away for a while, but now the Championship's starting to catch up and then the other leagues below slowly catch up as other players from other teams go down the leagues and also people look for investment and different ways to bulk up. So, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. In Division 1, I've gone for Schiffnall 2s and, again, I I went for Chirk as well. I think that's going to be a really good game. I, I really fancy Chirk. I think they're going to be fantastic this year. Um, local know, derby yeah i think yeah <laughs> local derby and i think uh, for me shift i think uh, i think they'll be wanting to go all the way this year and what possibly some might say is not as strong a stronger division as it was last year maybe but we'll we'll, we'll definitely find out but again it's good i think it's going to be a very even lead, and i think it's going to be very tight um in my other leagues um i've gone for I've gone for quad second eleven versus Brosley. I think Brosley going to be right up there this season. Um, they're not having their Australian. He's not coming back uh, because of all the issues that's going on in Australia. Um, so if you are listening there, uh, you know our thoughts go out to you and we're, uh, anyone who's listening to us in Australia. I hope everything's going all right. And uh, I think you'd all second that, wouldn't we, guys?
3: Absolutely, yeah, uh, yeah. Of course
2: yeah it's a shame that he won't be there but I think you know still Brosley have got enough players who will be able to push on and um, I've been speaking to Kieran Osborne during the Nets and um, and yeah he's, you know sounds but quite they it they sounds still like are
3: like, still a strong team without yeah they've they? got a very good strong Ozzie's team a very talented guy but mm. even without him they'll yeah, challenge.
2: they've still got Kelvin Rogers they've got Kieran, they've got yeah. and they've got those two young seamers, they've got Come some through, yeah. Yeah. and you know that I think I think that Brosie are very much a team that are gonna be coming on the up again. And um on the other hand, then Quatsu is the team who kind of feel a bit wronged and will be wanting to go out there and push forward, and I think that's gonna be that's gonna be an absolute humdinger. But anyway, so that's the fixtures. Let's move on to the next big thing that's happened lately. And we've had some new rule changes okay so now we move on to the next part of big news which came out the other day and we've had some new rules guys they uh, I was speaking to the league and they were saying that they were gonna drip it out and bit by bit and then to my surprise they unloaded the whole lot on us so how lucky are we we get to discuss them and dissect them all so uh, yeah the new rules came out on Wednesday, and the big talking points so far are the loan rule and uh, scorers' points, which is uh, take it, which has been really quite interesting, uh, which I know it's got a lot of people talking, uh, which we'll discuss in a minute. Other rules: Division One teams uh, were asked at the end of last season whether they want to move over to the Premier Division rules, but they decided to stick with the Division One. Which uh, you're you quite happy with that, Jamie? Do you think that's okay. a good decision?
5: yeah I think so yeah I think I think um, it worked quite well um, last season and yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy with that absolutely
0: yeah
2: good and uh, Sunday Division 1 will now join Division 8 7 and 8 and Sunday Division 2 to become 100% win-lose and uh, I can tell you a bit jealous about that Andy
4: yeah I'm a big believer in win-lose cricket always I mean watching watching one day cricket in 2020 cricket imagine telling them they're going to it's going to be draw. It's just nah, hmm. not for me. I, I'd rather win lose. So I'm a big advocate of the uh, win lose draw. Yeah, that's because you that's because you bat forever and don't score any runs. Um, you say forever, he bats for about four balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when he gets in, it's eighty balls. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, no, nah, I'm a yeah, I'm a big <laughs> believer <bully> in win <winners. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll bleep that out. Don't worry.
2: But that's no, but don't. that's
4: just me. That's just me. <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of people that agree with win lose draw so uh, you know keep everyone happy
2: yeah also in September matches in Division 1 to Division 8 and Sunday Div 1 and Sunday Div 2 will start at 1230 however if both teams agree as per current rules they can bring that time forward match overs in Division 5 and Division 6 have become 40 overs side, opposed to 45 overs which is still the default in Division 1 and Division 4 uh, the other leagues will continue to be 40 overs. The thinking behind this was basically they looked at they looked at all the results at the end of the season and they realised that these leagues were pretty much just deciding to play 40 overs when they had the toss, so they thought, well, well let's do it anyway.
3: So that's the default if they can't agree.
4: Yeah. yeah. I've got to say, um, we play Sunday cricket. Obviously, everyone knows Grasshoppers play Sunday cricket, but um, 40 overs is so much better isn't it we all love playing 40 over cricket mm. um, and for, I think for juniors for kids 40 is a lot easier because 45-50 mm. is a long day and I'm pretty mm. sure it, I, I'm, I've got to say it, I think kids out there surely it puts a few of them off playing 50 overs or 45 mm. overs it's a long old day would
2: you would you be uh, open to 40 overs across the leagues no
4: uh, division I've always, I, I think our league and the higher league should be exactly the same as international cricket 50 mm. overs 50 overs is fine there's no issue there I, I, the Birmingham the, bir- the yeah, the Birmingham league a few years uh, uh, years ago I don't know if it is now or I, I couldn't tell you to be honest I haven't seen the rules but it used to be 55 overs yeah, in, in did, draw yeah. cricket yeah. which I mean bloody 50 overs is a long which day never mind yeah, 55 I, I know in Surrey
2: they do like a 100 over declaration cricket. Yeah. so you bat until you declare yeah. and then you yeah, you've got do to do try and make a result
4: In Australia, you play seventy-five overs one day, and then the next week you play seventy-five overs in innings. I think it's about ninety. Crazy, yeah. Full days test. Yeah, it's amazing. But test cricket rules. I think over here, for for me, the top leagues, the higher leagues, should be fifty overs. The lower leagues, I think forty is absolutely perfect. A Sunday for us, it's good, isn't it? It doesn't drag. It goes quite quickly. It's nice.
2: Sunday eligibility. There's no changes to the overall playing arrangements except second teams who play on a Sunday. So, for example, Chelmarsh second eleven. Um, who play on Sunday must submit a list of five names at the start of the season of their better players who are ineligible to play for a Sunday second team. This list must be approved and signed off by registration secretary. So I guess that just means that you can't have uh, Connor Glenn Denning rocking up on a, uh, rocking up to Sunday Division yeah, Two. Well,
3: there's a similar thing in place anyway, isn't there? For, for, I mean, we, we've got a certain number that on Ten. Play, so you have to name ten players, players yeah, that yeah, cannot play in the threes. Yeah. yeah that's right Yes.
2: Yeah. So yeah, and it makes sense. Really. Yeah. Yeah. So we move also on to match points. So basically in win and lose matches, it is now four points for a cancel or abandonment, which has changed from five. Um, and in the premier division it's five points for a tie from eight, um, bonus points. This is mainly just because I think there was a tie last season, or a cancellation. I think there was a tie last season where they got there. sixteen well, points. Why well, have so they
4: changed it to four points for a can, uh, cancellation? I think it's just to kind of, it's just more to
2: encourage people to get the game on uh, more than anything.
4: It's uh, only, it's only, it's only one point. It just seems a bit of a, uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, a cancellation, you can't do anything about it, can you? And pretty much, if someone gets cancelled. More than likely, most teams in the county are going to get cancelled as well if yeah. had bad weather. What do you think, Joe? But I just think five, four points is, yeah, it's not... A...
5: I, I mean, I, I, I agree with it. I absolutely agree with it. Now, I've got a bit of previous experience with this. So, the start of last season, the first game of last season, um, six weeks before our first game against Shelton, our ground was completely underwater. Yeah. Frankwell was completely yeah, and, underwater.
3: Yeah, you, we managed there,
5: to get yeah. the game on.
3: Yeah. We
5: managed to get the game on and we played the full game. We were absolutely battered and we might have got One point, maybe even nought points, I can't remember, against against Shelton. yeah, yeah, first game of the season. And every other game was postponed, and they would have got five points, and we got none, even though our ground was underwater six weeks before the start of the season. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so I am being a bit salty about it, and I used to play for Shelton, so I didn't have a great day. But, you know, yeah, I I think I like the fact...
3: Yes, so the to get Yeah, the absolutely. so, so yeah, we, yeah.
5: we worked all, the groundsman worked his socks off to get the game on, um, yes we were battered fair and square, absolutely, um, and we got nothing out of it, mm. but we did a fantastic well, job it. to get that's the game on, yeah, yeah. so, so it just sits yeah. a little bit, that, that just sat a little bit.
2: Yeah, I think as well, four points for w- in win-lose is basically 20% of the maximum that you can get, and also in win-lose draw five points is 20% of max points for win so that's kind of, I think that's where that's coming. Now, talking of the lower leagues, there's going to be a trial uh, at the end of the season, which is going to be happening in Division Seven VII and Eight. So in Division Seven VII and Eight, they're going to play eighteen games straight, leaving a four-week window at the end of the season. Any game that is cancelled can be rearranged within that window on either a Saturday or a Sunday in the last four weeks but the registration secretary must be notified within 14 days of the original game. Also conceded matches can be rearranged as well, although both both teams must agree to it. Any games in these divisions that are cancelled and then not replayed means there are no points for either side. Any conceded games that are not replayed then normal concessions apply. The league feels that teams at this level play for recreation as opposed to for points. So the key at this level is to <laughs> c- encourage participation to get the
3: game on. Absolutely. Uh, I'm a big, big fan of that. I think it's a bit strange about the concessions because if a team concedes, they've, they've conceded sure. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, for example, when we've got two big weddings on this year, our squad's going to be decimated. So it'd be easy for us to, if we were in one of those divisions, we could concede and say... Play at the end, which would be great. Mm. Um, but if you concede, you concede. Surely, mm. it'd be too easy for clubs to say, "Right, okay, oh, i do in front that weekend." Is this made? The
4: is this made for weather, or is it made for Concession. struggling for a team? All, all. So any any game that isn't, any, get, yeah. any game
2: that doesn't go ahead. So if it's rained off, in, if it's conceded, if it's cancelled, principle I think it's great. I think it is because yeah. I think weather-wise,
4: it, on, you get you, right. get you get your games on, but. Yeah. Uh, but conceding yeah I, I can understand these yeah.
3: teams only got 10 in their division so they're only playing 18 games yeah exactly uh, you know you have three called off the weather and one team concedes on you've got 14 games out. well exactly it's not
4: yeah exactly yeah it's
2: not again I think the league have said that they, they well, I don't know because I've never played in these leagues so I wouldn't if anyone plays in these leagues you're league too good James good, time absolute big time oh
6: my god
2: <laughs> I should oh, be I playing in this i should be playing in these leagues but i'm not um but but no yes i just just don't get picked yeah that's why i play sunday Div one um yeah so the i think that what they're saying is that they play for recreation rather than points so that's that's obviously what the league's thinking i know that they were thinking about doing it for the other leagues which have like a game spare so it will be interesting to see what they do because obviously there are lots of rumours around of the leagues going to 10 team leagues which would then open this up for this Mm -hmm. I think that's why they're trialling this four week window because if it goes well I can see them well I don't know the league are probably going to send me a long email uh, complaining but if they if it goes well then does that open up division five below to have this window where you can play extra Cause, games because to be honest we didn't get to play Monty last year we I didn't know, get yeah, to play yeah. some other good we got games that we you know, oh,
3: so it's two weekends that we, we haven't got a game
2: I know and it's like we didn't play Beacon twice and it's like big games that you'd want to play in and I you know if you had a two-week window at the end of the season where you could go
3: yeah and also I mean d- d- what, what is uh, it's a positive about this actually I think is that clubs that are keen to get the game on will mm. be rewarded I'm sure there are some clubs that just can't be bothered. What happens though, so, Joss?
4: What happens so, though, just Say, say for example, right, a, a club who are it, this is obviously su- Sunday. Which which divisions is it? Sunday? Uh, seven
3: and eight. I think seven, I think seven. Seven. Eight. Okay.
4: So the team's looking to get promoted, right? And you've got five games to that have been conceded or rain affected. Can you pick which fixture you can play? because if you look the at concept, another if you look at yeah you look at another team and say right that team's pushing us for the title this year um like we won't play them we'll play the other t- the other four teams you win all four so you, you win point, the league so leave, i can't quite see yeah. how it could work so i mean so obviously play, going yeah. up up the higher leagues it i don't think it'd work mm. lower leagues mm. i can understand it the
3: as well yeah
4: right? i i still i still think it's a good thing because if they're playing less games than we are i know what it's like as a cricketer for years, every game you get called off, it's a week, weekend waste. You, you, yeah, you're disappointed. Yeah, yeah. You want to okay, play cricket, yeah, yeah. and that is a great thing. And I think the league got it absolutely smack on there. But as I say, there is things in there that could, you know, could I think I maybe think, not I think, work. I think
2: it goes back to the thing now. I think we brought it up last season because I, I brought it up, didn't I? I think I think I said at one point there were some games in the season where you're not too bothered if it gets can if it gets called off due to weather because either you don't particularly like going to play at the ground or your team doesn't do particularly well or they're a lot better than you and but then we we all kind of came to the decision that at the end of the day we're all cricketers and we want to get the game ahead and I think that would be the point with that and I think obviously with the
4: concessions that's that but anyway I think do you think this four points will change it though do you think that one point obviously Jamie mentioned earlier about they they struggled to start the season. If they'd have called the game off against Shelton, which you probably would you should have you called it off. You got it all. Well, but nobody would have questioned play. it if we'd have called yeah. it off. Fair and play to the groundsman. Like, yeah. gotta be honest, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we play at Frankwell midweek and they do a great job down there. To be fair, they yeah. work uh, really hard. But is is a point difference going to make any difference? Well, didn't Alls stay up by one point? Think, I think. I think what would happen yeah. is. I think, <laughs> I think.
2: I think. I think what would happen. I think what would happen.
0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
2: if, if it was uh, if i'm honest if i think it was brought up into the higher leagues i think it would not be a case of you can organize it to see if it's played it'll be this is a four-week window any game that gets canceled it gets moved it so the first game that you get cancelled mm. gets moved into that first week, and then and then forward and forward and forward. Or you work, you know, you have. Well, obviously, if some if a team's had two games cancelled and you've only had one, then you can't play it on the first week. But I think it'd be more of a case of you will play it in this team because, to be honest, if you look at it, there's not many games in the top flight that you're gonna have four games cancelled, are you? And if you have, it's gonna be a horrendous season. But yeah, um, I'm keen to move on. So. Let's move on to the big two talking points at the moment, which is the loan system and scorer points. Yeah. Now on to the loan system, an interesting one, and it's caused a lot of uh, lot of chat. So basically um, what it is is any under 18 who plays for any cricket club, if they're not getting a game on a weekend. Um, basically any side who's struggling to get an 11 together can advertise and ask for a player to uh, on loan then you can lend them your youth player and they can play a game for you, which um, I, think, I think is a very positive thing and is a great way of getting youth players who aren't getting a game to, into into other clubs and having, having, you know getting, getting themselves a game, especially uh, you know, when, you've got, when you've got players sitting on the sidelines, you want people to be going out and playing. But the big thing that I'd say about this, if
3: you're a big club, how do you think about this? I think anything that gets youngsters playing as much as they can is a good thing. Absolutely. Uh, I agree with you about the big clubs might invest a lot of coaching and training into these kids. And if they go off and play one game for another club and then enjoy it and then move to that club, Mm. they might be a bit disappointed, possibly. Mm. That's the downside to it. But I think it's a good thing, to be honest. I I was
5: going to say, if if the young lad is, is ready to play cricket... Then he should be playing cricket. I don't think there's, I don't think there's a debate. I understand what you're saying about big clubs being disappointed mm. to lose them, Josh, But if they're good enough, why aren't they? Why aren't they playing anyway? I why can, aren't they? Why aren't these bigger clubs? Yeah, um,
4: I can understand um, this. What, why they've why they've decided about this loan system? I think it's very good, uh, but there is a lot of things you can talk about that are negatives. So obviously, Josh just uh, mentioned it there. That if a player goes to another club and they enjoy it, or you've invested in your youth could just disappear quickly, very quickly. Yeah, but, if they, but, what, if, but one thing I would say is, in all cricket in Shropshire, and clubs I have played for in the past, youth development has been poor in places, and there has been youngsters, it should be given a game. Um, a few clubs I've played for, a lot of old boys have played, and kids have had to miss out. And it, Clubs have got to start developing their youth more, because cricket will die. You gotta keep. You gotta keep it going.
3: I'm sure it wouldn't happen at Beacon because you're very well
4: run. But the very good if you
3: had a young kid who's not picked for your third one week, Keyside say, "Come play for us,"
4: it's a good thing when you uh, think about yeah, it.
5: I, 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 yeah, absolutely. I, I see no problem. No. I see absolutely no, no problem. No. With and the fact is, actually, because Keyside play at Frankwell as well, we can even right, watch yeah, them. Yeah, we can day. even. Yeah, I know what you yeah, no, see. Another
4: but, issue, here, another negative though, is if that youngster goes to play for a team uh, because they're short. Who's to say they're not just going to chuck him in the field for 40 overs? He's not going to yeah, bowl and I'll he's I'll not going to bat. I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. And how is that helping a youngster? And I mean, yeah, I've yeah. played in games I- in the past where a youngster hasn't got a game and you look at it and you go, well... Yeah, but then that, 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 you've that's up to the big
5: club to, to decide where where the player is whether at it's right. and whether it's okay. the right thing yeah, to that's that's do. That's, that's but I if the player is good enough to go and play in Division 6 or 7 and make a contribution but the big clubs stop them from doing so then it's the big clubs fault for the yeah. holding them back
2: No, I think if you're looking what we're looking at here is we're going to be looking at teams who are who possibly one one team teams aren't we really or kind of teams who have just got two yeah. teams who are kind of struggling to get if you're, if, if you're a captain of that team if you've got any sense about you, you'll one if you need if you're gonna rely on loan players to kind of fill the eleven in your team every week, you're gonna make sure that you're gonna give whoever that is player a game because otherwise word'll get round that the lone players who come to that team just do fine leg to fine leg. No one will send the player out and also no one will send, you know, the player themselves won't wanna come. The big thing I wonder is whilst this whilst this loan system sounds great and is like a real kind of thing where it's like, oh yeah, we're giving loan, we're giving young players a chance. Mm-hmm. If you've got ten players, does it and you've got the choice between say a young player and a, an experienced player, does it not encourage the fact that your team's going to play that experienced player, so then you can give that player on loan to another cl- club in a lower division, so that you kind of. So both, team, both players end up getting the game just because of the fact that you can't loan out the older player. Does that make sense?
5: Yeah, I, I don't think that's a problem. I think you, you will always pick your own player. And just, be, just because somebody is older, they, they should still be able to play cricket if they want to. <laughs> You no know I mean you can't you can't you can't, you, you can't just force out an old boy for a kid just for the sake of it.
4: I know we me well we're all yeah. advocates of I, the youth but the old yeah. boys
5: still deserve to play if they're able to and they you know and, and, yeah yeah, yeah. It, it just
4: it just for, for a club like I mean you lo- you look at Kun for example over the years uh, me Joey App a few others uh coached a lot of youngsters at Kun now the youth system's gone and Kun even back then used to say maybe two or three players from the youth system will play for the club but the 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 club, uh, I'm not not whatsoever. But as a club, could they have pushed more youngsters into the third team and said, "You're playing," um, to get them involved? Because as soon as they're not involved, they just go, they just drift off. They go go to uni when they get yeah, a bit older, things, and, and you just you, you're not you're not giving the kids a go. And then you've got blokes who are say in their 70s still playing cricket. Yeah, it's great to have them, but. If cricket's going to progress, some some lads come and play cricket. They mm. enjoy it. They don't get a game, and they go and play something else. There's yeah. plenty of sports out there. To yeah, work. but I don't
5: think you can push out even if they're in the 70s. You can't push them out.
4: Yeah, Joseph, we no, I'm not saying push them out. I'm just saying <laughs> no, <ask> that <laughs> the youngsters should like who's your future of your cricket club, and that's yeah, exactly. what I'm saying. Who's know, your so future of the say, cricket say, club? It's the kids. Like what James yeah, yeah of course. To.
3: you've got a choice but, of a 60 year old or a 16 year old and you've got 10, the 11th is going to be one of those. If you're picking the 6 year old ahead of the 16-year-old, I think your club's got a problem.
4: Yeah, exactly. That's my opinion. Yeah. yeah, but the
5: 16-year-old doesn't even play for you.
4: No. Oh, no, we're talking about in your own team. In your so club, in your yeah. Own, if if you've you got a club, 16-year-old, yeah. At the end of the day, who's going to play for you in 10 well, years? I thought you were saying that five years. To
2: what, the old what, one. Because I of did people. initially, yeah. Then I, guess, I guess in some times, am- though, you've got, to look at, you've got to look at the possibility that that 16, that 16 17 or 18-year-old it's Shrewsbury. It's not Yorkshire, you know, or Lancashire, or London. They may go off to university, and you may have put that effort in. You may, have, you may have. Uh, on the other, on the flip side, that 40, 50 year fifty-year-old who wanted to play every weekend has been moved out because of a youth player who's you're picking to play, and then they stop playing. Maybe, and then that kid goes off to university, and then you size you know, you've lost two players. Complete, C- completely
4: understand that, but at the end of the day I, I just, no, I, I, just I just, think youth development youth players should be playing for their clubs so it's, if they're not and it, if it, this loan system could work to be fair if they're not playing for their club it'd be lovely to see them play for another club but me when I was a kid I was at Shrewsbury I was young I wanted to play cricket never got asked to play 13 cricket I got told about Acton Reynolds went to Nets ended up playing for him. and that's what we were on about before yeah. about this loan system you could go to a club and go well, they've just offered me second-team cricket. Well, yeah, You're going to want to go and play, that's, aren't you? That's, that's, and that's I the, would. That's the next thing.
2: our big clubs going to look at this and think, well, if we start loaning out youngsters, are they going to, you know, are we going to look at Wellington and Bridge North and sides like this and think, are their are kids going to look, well, I've got great training here and I've got great coaches and the progression and the future of, my, of myself as a player is going to be great, but at the moment... I'd much rather be playing second team cricket, Division 3, and try and go it in that route rather than maybe that. And They may be, I don't know, maybe they may feel put off about sending their players out to other teams because, it, you, you know, like we're saying, they, if, if they have the experience that you do, they may be a bit worried that they may lose these players to all, all, for regular cricket.
4: All we can say is, I think, is, it's going to be very interesting to see how many loan, loans, loans there are this season. I'm looking forward to seeing how many loans there are. And and it's, on. Still very it much, it's still very much a trial. It's a yeah, trial. Yeah. It's trial and error, isn't it, really? See how, thing, see how it works.
3: Take a step back and just look at it. It's great. It gives yeah. kids more of an opportunity.
4: If there's more to kids play, play, playing, Shropshire cricket is progressing and Shropshire cricket is benefiting. That's a fact. Yeah, Fantastic.
3: Right,
2: so the second major thing was uh, another rule that's been brought out, which is about the scorers. So, basically, in 2020... All teams who have a qualified scorer must be registered and passed a course. Well, must have been registered and passed a course. I think the Shropshire County Cricket League uh, put out a tweet regarding the uh, scorer's course, which uh, we uh, we met the lovely uh, people who run that, didn't we, Joss? Yeah, we did. Great, uh, great couple, yeah. Um, yeah, so anyone who's done that course is a qualified uh, scorer, just like with the umpires, <coughs> which is already something that happens across the leagues. Uh, they will get a point. This is not applicable in the Premier Division. Now, this has caused quite a lot of debate, and uh, we even had a tweet in uh, which uh, came in from a person saying, Can we bring up the point that some teams will have a 20 point, in some case 40 point head start for having an umpire and a scorer during the season? Now, the question I would like to ask you is, Is this punishing teams for, well, is this punishing smaller teams or is this encouraging people to? Great to get, or is this encouraging teams to get officials in place and to put a good game of cricket together? That's the main thing that I'm asking you now, and we'll start with Joss, as you are as
3: our, our resident scorer. <laughs> I don't think I play actually, there we go. Um, well, scoring,
2: scoring expert. Sorry, you are okay. you know I
3: um, I I think the game can't function without umpires and without scorers. Fact. So we need to encourage people to get qualified to provide scores I'm all for this I think it's great the, the thing is it's, it's actually um it's going to be detrimental to Aubrey Cricket Club because Nikki our scorer is a fantastic scorer she hasn't actually done the course now w- previously we've always had a point for mm. her because yes. she does such a good job but she hasn't actually got a piece of paper that says she does a good job
2: okay
3: so next year unless she does this course
2: yeah, we, we yeah we, we might, could yeah, we're... that's definitely interesting because uh, obviously not not some people may want to score but may not be able to do the scoring course and uh, that's another that's another thing that maybe well Jamie I know that you're kind of someone who's against this their scorers point
5: well I'm not necessarily against it I, I I mean the way I see it is that it is potentially short term pain for long term gain mm. for some of the clubs I, I think that's probably a fair comment. Um, I think Josh is absolutely right with the Alberbury scorer with Nikki. I think you're absolutely right. He does a fantastic job, but you're not going to get recognised. She's not going to be recognised, or the club aren't going to get recognition for that. Mm. Um, and it might, if she doesn't do the course, it, it will affect you. You start on minus twenty two, don't you? Really, effectively, I, I, I you start was on saying, minus twenty two. I, I think. But long term, if everybody does this course in the next year or two years, then yeah, great. But I think, especially the the further you filter down some clubs already maybe struggling to get 11, play, 11 players out um, now you need to get 13 people out to get well mm-hmm. to start to so, start with nought points basically so, so <laughs>
4: just so I, I know this, this subject um, if a score is ill and someone scores who hasn't got no, you
5: lose a point you lose a
4: point, yeah. you, you lose a point. Yeah, it's,
2: yeah. it's just the same as if an umpire so you've, got a, you've got a registered what, umpire each week whatever, whatever happened
4: umpire. to people enjoying scoring some people turn up to enjoy and just enjoy scoring again yeah, that's, that's fine, that's fine. you know but they don't get a point yeah, yeah. which I think's wrong
2: well what, what, what about sc- what about umpires who just turn up because they like umpiring that's it's it's the same thing officials officials mm. are all are all the same people Offici- it's it's all association of cricket officials it's not umpires it's the it's scores it's, it's everyone so they're all they're all people who get the game on and help the game run smoothly for me as someone who plays in division 5 sunday div 1 occasionally if there's a if there's like a wedding and everyone's <laughs> ill at that weekend as well I'll play in division 1 you know there is a notable difference between when you're playing in Div One. You don't need to worry about. I think you're just concentrating on the game, aren't you? You don't have to worry about. Oh, is it my turn to do square leg? Or you're you quite it, a blessed club, though, aren't you? Is it, is you it, have a lot of umpires at your club. Well, we, don't have, you we really? have myself, we have Neil Sarriage, we have Preston yeah. Fletcher. Not we every we club's so lucky. Portshaw, Jones. We've got Richard Jones. We've got uh, Richard Hughes. We, Bird, we've been got been Malcolm up. Bird. We've got seven umpires in the club. Um, lucky club. Definitely. How that's many lucky. of those are qualified? Are they all qualified? All, all of us are qualified. Yeah. No, they are, are they? All of us are qualified. You're qualified. All, all of us are level two. All of us are level two. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, that's that's just again, that's just about us having an interest in taking the course and just doing it. Really, it it doesn't. It so doesn't, so, it so doesn't do you haven't got
3: go one qualified scorer.
2: Yeah it's a worry because that's a worry for teams
4: that is. but then I guess yeah that, it is why, absolutely yeah, I think absolutely right. yeah, really, I, 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 but I but think again, that's it's madness but then again if if
2: like I'm being honest like, I, I I love umpiring and I really enjoy it but if if Olberbury didn't get a point from doing it I would literally just turn up and just umpire if that makes sense hmm. as soon as I realised oh I can get a point from this I went on the course did the course? Loved the course, and I was like, oh, "This is really interesting." Did the level two, and now because of that, because there was because who who actually taught you? So yeah, it was um, it was run it was run by Tom Kane, and it was a yeah, yeah. fantastic, fantastic course. But yeah, it, did it was, he oh, did it he, he so did he teach you the
4: LBW law?
2: Yeah. If it was not the thing was though, if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for the point, I would still turn up an umpire. But it, it kind of gave me the encouragement to do the umpiring course, which is great. And if, if, that, if, th- if this having gained a point for a score encourages more scorers to go on the course, learn. I'm not saying that they don't know how to score properly, but I mean, to, to score anyway, and yeah. that's great. But then, if, then again, it, it won't make any difference for other clubs who, into five, to be honest, not many teams had a scorer, so it won't make, won't make a difference. A lot of teams don't, don't have a score. Well, then you, make to, make them, then you don't need to them. you don't need to put I the rule in then, place. Then I mean,
3: it's the not going to make a last difference. the was that you you, you were point for not having a score. So this is effectively the same thing. You, it's a point it's, difference. It's just thing. the other way around isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. You have to be. You have to have a piece of paper uh, so, he, so you can score. Sure, so it is effectively. Because yeah. there's, there's nothing Nicky will learn. I don't mm. think exactly. That, what uh, are the, one, one of the one of the course.
4: One of the previous episodes, obviously, hearing about the scoring for the World Cup was, was brilliant absolutely superb really enjoyed it um, but I'm not going to say how easy is it to score it, it, mm. it's not easy it's, it's a hard thing I mean I've sat there numerous times as captain evenly doing scoring everyone has their certain way of scoring as long as the score adds up at the end of the day you know do you, ha- do okay. you okay. have right, right I think scor- right. scorers scorers right. give up an 8 hour day to exactly. score why should they have to go on a course to, to, to get an extra okay. point I just okay. don't, so, I don't understand okay. it ok
2: so I'll, I'll put it this way as well a scorer gives up their whole day to score eight hours a day. Yeah, and On so, a Saturday. And so does an umpire. Yet yeah, an umpire and players who can gain their team a point, whereas a scorer doesn't. So an umpire gives up his whole day, and if he's qualified, gets his team a point. If he score, if a scorer is qualified and gives up their whole day, they do not get a point. If a sco- if a foot- if a cricketer goes and gives up his whole de- his or her whole day and place. They can win their team points. Why can't a scorer win their team well, even at one point? But at the end of the day, though, if you're playing against if you're playing against a team who have got a scorer, at the end of the day, if you win, that's that's twenty points ahead of them anyway.
4: So it doesn't make it. If you beat them, it does make, a difference. make point, a difference. Every point makes a difference. Every point Which in the whole season Scott last year. makes a difference. Yeah. You asked you asked Kund about last season. Kund, ex club, I, I I you know I love playing net. Back in the day, we were very blessed to have scorers, umpires. We've been very lucky. But they missed out on 22 points last year and it got relegated. And that is the fact... You should he, earn points you know, on the
5: field. The players should earn points on the field, I believe. Exactly. I and
4: totally I, agree. I, I, do, I do think, though, that there's got to be something in place to make sure that the top two leagues have umpires yeah, and Yeah, absolutely. I fully agree. Completely well, agree. I, but I, to send them on a course and say you don't get a point if you don't want a course, I think it's a bit strong. I, I, yeah, That's I, my opinion. does it. What's Nicky think... do? Nicky does it to enjoy it. I she think in the theory, bandage, in, theory the out as well. fact.
5: in theory, Premier Division, Division One, yes, you want a scorer, you want an umpire, yeah. absolutely, because it's a good level of cricket. Mm. But I, I just think when you start messing around with people's points, yeah, exactly, for a bit of paper,
6: yeah, um, I, I, I totally agree.
5: Uh, it Doesn't I, quite sit right. But, but I, more, but I understand. But I don't, I don't yeah. have a different solution. I, but to i to try I, and get There's some
3: yeah. way of defining how good they are at scoring so I can sort of see their point of view because otherwise any, other, any old Tom, Dick and Harry can turn up and Score you know, have never and a seen point. a game of cricket
5: in their yeah, life yeah which is why I say yes we want the umpires we want the scorers yeah. I, I'd just like to think you know, can we come up with a different way of making sure we have them with apart from know docking and docking points and things so yeah. I, I, I don't have the yeah. I, I just
4: feel that if you no. have a you have a scorer that scores every week she's ill one week someone comes in to replace her like we have at sentinel um and she's brilliant brilliant scorer when she's away we do fill a fill her spot you might get 13, but if but they you haven't know, got but if somewhere. they haven't got the qualification they don't get the point well yeah, it does, it's, it's just it's, a little harsh. It's a I think. bit <laughs> it's yeah. just a bit harsh. But we don't have the solution.
2: <laughs> how, about people, how about people who turn up to umpire and don't have a qualification? And don't get a point. I think. I think at the end of the day, it's a, for me. It's encouraging people to go get qualified. It's encouraging people who. Who are set up? Well, as a club. That at the end of the day, in the lower leagues, there aren't there aren't ump- there aren't umpires, and there are pretty much no scores. So I don't think it will affect the, the, it too much anyway. If you're straight up, you know what? Right. It, should, you
4: it shouldn't affect lower leagues. you we're not getting a point for it. Know it if you're
2: if you're if you're, anyway. if, you're no, if you're turning up and giving up your day, and you're just so if you're just a scorer and you're turning up and you and you're giving up your whole day, why not
4: just one point? You know. It Some people do do it just for the fun of it. They yeah. don't care about points. Yeah. They, just, they, want they, straight, they well, just want to umpire and they just want to score. Always, so then that's yeah. The lower so leagues, right. the lower right, leagues right, should, Nicky, yeah. should the lower leagues should not be involved. Then that's division, the prem division, what well, it, division wants fine. fine. It's a
3: massive hardship to go on this course. It's no. a few hours. It's I, a few I know. Yeah, I can,
4: I can understand that. But the thing that I did, I mean, obviously, I haven't really looked into it too much. But this situation is, if someone's ill and you get deducted a point because, and someone does come and score for it, or just a bit. I just think it's summer holiday. I really well, think it is You're not going to send are you, are, you, are you as a club Going to send five people Are you, you going to send five people To get this course done In case four people are ill
2: but what 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 if your mainline batsman or mainline bowler or your umpire gets ill? You know, it's, you just it gets sort. Yeah, but you win games. Them.
5: You get more points by playing the game.
2: Exactly, you win more points by playing the game. So it doesn't matter. It's one point. a well, game. if yeah, it it's does matter, It's a point it's in place.
4: It's a point. Then that, the, the points, then, points are in place. You, it, you tell point. that to teams that have got relegated by points, and they'll disagree Mark Jones is ill, or on holiday. We are.
3: We're going to lose more than one point. Yeah, probably.
2: It's, 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 uh,
5: yeah, it's, I understand the point, but that's anyway. Let's move on and let's. That makes we'll, a difference on the we'll field, not off the field. To in the scorebox on, on
2: Twitter and Facebook, and in our comment section. So if you have a point, let us know, and we're going to move on to transfers. Okay, and so now we move on to everyone's favorite section in the moment that Jamie's been waiting for he is the uh, moment to shine it is the transfer rumors so it's been a busy couple of months in the Shropshire transfer scene well Shropshire cricket transfer scene uh, with rumors and deals flying all over the place and um, yes yeah, so Jamie what have we had that's been confirmed so
5: far um, so yes as you know this is my favourite part of the show and I think it's a lot of the listeners favourite part of the show as well mainly because it's the moment that I shut you made, up you made your own James you made
3: the slot your own
5: okay well I hope so but Andy is sitting sitting next to me with a big list of players he's spoken to all the Premier Division captains this week Andy's done some homework for once basically yeah. he's come prepared but he is still playing second fiddle to me in this section of the show so we'll start off in the Prem and we'll start with Werfield, if that's alright with you, Andrew Harrison. Yeah, I'm absolutely okay. happy with that, yeah. So Werfield have signed two sets of brothers, um, Lawrence and Theo Pickin from Womborn, um, And also, and we're not quite sure on some of the pronunciations, it must be said on some of these players, but we're going to go for Bassett and Junaid Zaman. Junaid. Okay, Junaid Zaman. Um, Bassett in particular has played second eleven for Warwickshire and Leicestershire. So it looks like they've made three or four good signings there for mm. their first and potentially second team squads as well. Um, but four really good additions to Warfield, and we expect Warfield to be challenging at the yeah. top end. They're not.
4: They are not. Um, from what I've heard, they're not getting Delakova back. Okay. From last year. Yeah. Um, okay. There was a bit of talk that I heard that he might be coming back, but he mm. isn't coming back. So uh, there's a bit of
2: talk as well about players exiting Warfield as well. Have you heard anything? I haven't that? heard
4: too much about exiting though. No. Really? I, I, I yeah. unfortunately couldn't get hold of uh, Warfield, but. It's, no, uh, no. Bit, but, bit, is, but obviously
2: this I haven't heard from the Wearfield lads but it was stuff that I'd heard from yeah. other people second hand so obviously But that, that's
4: four big signings cuz their squad's already very strong so mm-hmm. yeah that that hopefully you know only improve their second that other their the side as well
5: yeah second 11 promoted to division 1 aren't which they would well? be massive yeah, yeah so we might exactly. come up against one or two yeah, of those yeah, names yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Jamie um Maidley, Maidley made big moves as well um the other night uh, with a double signing um Steve Sandu, um, ex Surrey 2nd-11 and Warwickshire under-19s, also has experience in the Birmingham League with Ford Houses, Barkswell and Moseley. So you would think, again, on paper, looks a very good signing. Yeah, wow. And Abhay Neji as well. Again, not sure on the And he, um, th-
4: This lad, obviously, uh, from, from what I've got from Martin Boyle, has played with... Uh, Raj Biswa from Wem last year plays for the same club as he plays for. back Oh home. really? oh Okay. Yeah. Good research, so, good yeah. homework there, Andrew. He's, uh, yeah. Looks, sounds like he's going to be a good player, which is which is good for the league. Yeah.
5: Uh, we've also got a departure from the Premier Division as well from Shelton Don yeah. Bradburn, big friend of the podcast. Yeah, Before you interrupt, James. Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah he yeah. has joined uh, Follyfoot. Follyfoot in Yorkshire. Oh, yeah, did there. we
3: did we play there the, on tour? Yeah, yeah. We played there on tour. Beautiful place to yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good fixture was. Yeah, it so was. Yeah, Dom Dom's going Dom, to yeah, be a, Dom's
4: going to be a huge loss for Shelton. I, I've got to say, I I spoke to to Moz about it and just asked him if there was any uh, any transfers he could give me. But he said no. There's none. There's no real. There's no players in. Obviously, I bet they're still looking. Mm. Um, but there's, apart from Dom, there's no real players so, out. I just think they could do with signing maybe a couple of yeah. batsmen for this quite, season. Quite interesting. Yes. Yeah, I, I, would, interesting
2: I Considering the amount of transfer. There was a lot of rumours, last lot of rumours. But yeah.
4: he did, he did tell me though that sorry, Jamie, <laughs> he did tell me that uh, Dom is going to try and play three or four games for Shelton this year. Um, so, your thoughts on Shelton
5: there, Jamie? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think Andy's right. I think they will need one or two batsmen and well, and a bowler I suppose to replace Dom as well. Um, I think there is talk of an overseas. I'm not sure how far down the line that is. I don't know if has said that. Yeah, Moz didn't an say
4: too much, but I. No. I, I Shelton it is have always very coy, <laughs> Shelton have always been a club that get good overseas mm-hmm. over so um Yeah, yeah, they have had a fair few good overseas. Few past, overseas. So I wouldn't be surprised if they crop up in the next few couple of months. I not think, not, not no.
2: offered you any money to go and join them?
4: Paid at uh, Shelton before. Are you t- who are you talking to there? Lovely bunch of lads. Oh, I do. You, uh, <laughs>
2: is, is this another rumour, Jamie? You <laughs> been offered, no. uh, Absolutely you not. There's you money for, no money coming my way. <laughs> I, I've been offered money to stay away from any club. But I'm,
5: I'm not, I'm not That's why you're not allowed to see RB either. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, I mean, Andy, I have I you spoken... CRB. You, uh, Andy, you've spoken to some of the other captains yeah, um, in I've, the Premier Division I've in the last a little, few days I've had a look,
4: and obviously being uh, part of uh, Sentinel, obviously everyone knows about uh, Dave Laird's move from Newtown which is a confirmed move, which is fantastic, I mean, I'm over the moon he's such it, <laughs> 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 but well, I've Mark
5: heard you've been offered of... something by Witchurch is that oh, correct or not? Uh,
4: uh, but anyway uh, shall should I, should I move on to the next team? Yeah, 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 move on. Yeah. Okay, so I'll move on to uh, Quat and uh, Quat. Obviously, they've signed really well. Actually, they've signed the Miller brothers from uh, Saint George's, which is pretty huge. We've already spoken about these two. Uh, they, they,
2: been, well, ben, Ben's been turning up to net, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he has
4: been. No, yeah, he's been turning our up. Lad. Played him indoor the other night. It was big it was rather good. Yeah, he's a good. Fan of ben. He's a good lad. Yeah. Um, and then Haley Marshall has moved to him, obviously to bolster the seconds, uh, mm. from what I hear. But she is obviously going to bolster their women's yeah. section, which is yeah. massive, absolutely massive. This is the
5: overseas, is it? They're, yeah, they yeah overseas, this is the overseas, yeah.
4: which is is fantastic for Shropshire cricket. Yeah, really. think,
5: where's I mean, she from? Is it Australia? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think well, I think with this
2: signing, mean, this is um, something that took a few people off guard, especially when uh, had kind of uh, mentioned that they were going to announce their overseas <laughs> now. We'd we'd heard we'd heard stuff on the rumor mill beforehand, so we weren't quite as surprised. But yeah. I, know, I think I don't think we're going to see too much more from because I think that they feel like they've got their squad, they've I got think, their team together, and yeah, yeah. I think I think Th- this 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 move for Hayley Marshall is going to be great because it's going to you know push yeah. push women's cricket, and they you know and could do you think this is going to be like a like the start of something new? Do you think this is a trailblazing? Move? I hope
4: I hope it is. I think I think a few years back. Um, I mentioned it before. Ponsbury signed two. I'm pretty sure it was two female cricketers from Australia, and they played in the ones. Um, and this is going back a long time ago when we played Rex Reynolds, Joss, back in the back in the day. Yes, and right. uh, and I, I was rather impressed. I thought, wow, like you know, it it had never happened in Shropshire before. Mm. So this is only something they can get better mm. and improve. And we'll, we'll soon see what she's like, won't we? The season yes. will be a bonus. But uh, if we move on on that. Um, Obviously, one thing I'll say about Quat just quickly before I move on, is this... Sorry, Jamie, I'm taking a while here. Um, you are, yeah. With, with Quat, it's going to be very interesting to see how the committee reacts to the double promotion with how Quat are going to be this year. Because if they've strengthened a lot, we'll see how they get on in the league they're in because they could, their seconds could potentially be very, very strong. And I've heard there's a few more... Uh, players that have played for him for years that are coming back as well this year. Um, But we'll move on anyway. So we've got Whitchurch, obviously they've signed Maz. uh, They've signed Azad um, Ratif this this Mm -hmm. week as well. Uh, He's come from St. George's, Mm -hmm. uh, runs in our... He's a bowler, so good, good player. He he's used another, been, another you, lad who's been coming to next year. Used, used to be at Wellington, known him for a long time. So that's a third. That's a third well, key yeah.
5: player. Is it leaving St George's then? Yeah. 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 Um, okay.
4: but, but then they've also given me four potential players. that could sign on. He did give me the names, but I don't mm. want to read them out because if they're potential signings, I, I, don't, I don't really want to go on about <laughs> in them.
2: Mid, in midweek, um, one of the lads who oh, comes. Oh, what Nets, a signing! Michel Tripathi. Yeah. Who is, um, Former, I think he played for Knots for a few games, he's and also class. he's their former uh, Unicorns captain. I think uh, whichers who've been some of the lads who've been coming to the nets had, um basically just been talking to him have possibly poached him from the midweek, which is yeah. kind of a
4: bit of like midweek transfer re-
2: com- confirmation slash rumours.
4: It's a it's a good sign that is because he's been at nets. He looks very good. Uh, moving on to Wellington, obviously Tom Ellis, we've talked about a lot. Uh, they've lost a youngster called Cam Watson, whose dad plays at uh, St. George's. That is a signing for St. George's, oh, okay. so they are recruiting, which mm. is good. Um, they also lost Matt Simmons aren't they, to <laughs> Bridge North, which is a bit interesting. And they've also yeah. gained
2: that yeah, yeah. Michael Breit, who we brought up in another yeah, episode. Well, Michael
4: much. Breit's come up here. He's uh, South African. Uh, he come over in December. But he's not classed an overseas, so mm. you know that's another signing. Uh, and Ben Levin is joined from Rockster, uh, which I don't really know a lot about him. Ben but Lewin, Lewin sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah, I got it. Right. Uh, yeah, manager. so that's that's another good signing. So they're they're bulking up their squad. All skirt of signed Jack Case. Some speculation that we did a few weeks ago, uh, or months ago, about Bradley Fawn's possibly moving back is is wrong. He's staying at um, staying at Shrewsbury. Um, but there's some bad news. Well, sack Thompson I'll sack the i tell you what, yeah. i I, so I ain't coming next time. It's, it's pointless. The, so we, we moved on. On to page two. Shrewsbury with a potential Shrewsbury with a potential overseas. Um, obviously, uh, he's already done Maidley. Um, and that's it, yeah. Well, feel free to
5: cover Maidley as well if you'd like to. No, so,
4: that's the roundup. That's the roundup. Okay, so Jamie, uh,
2: big takes from that. I mean, uh, I know that Carl Stalin, um, posted that there's quite a lot of money flying around in the Prem Uh, what's the goal Um, yes and yeah it's quite interesting because obviously that must mean that Chris Coombe who's coming from Namibia is obviously
5: not getting paid anything then well it would appear so yeah I mean we're not privy to that information Mm -hmm. but I think what Carl says is absolutely right it would appear that there are some big bucks Mm. been uh, flying around in the prem this year yeah. there's, there's no doubt about that whatsoever well, you some look at, could be heading heading andy harrison's way
2: i mean when you <laughs> yeah when you're looking at players like bass is <laughs> you're looking at you know the signings from yeah uh, i mean look we, we
5: don't we don't know this we don't we, we're just assuming there's some money flying around we don't we don't we're know not, we're not we're not know we are
2: not we are no we, ha- we, we haven't we got just, the bank accounts we yeah, we definitely haven't and we're not we're not we're not in the place where,
4: but it, most you know, it seems- most clubs some Most st- clubs don't go bragging, do they, about uh, no. about spending a few bucks? But it does look like there's a few teams spreading a few notes here and there.
2: All right. So Jamie, let's move on to some of the other transfer rumours that have been or transfer com- confirmations and other bits that have been going around, mate.
5: So confirmations. Um, if we start with uh, my club, Beacon. So we've been pretty busy. Obviously, we announced Graham Cowie um, more or less straight after the end of last season, batsman from Ellesmere. But we're really excited to bring in. Um, Kiwi all-rounder, batting all-rounder Andrew Simpson from Takapuna Cricket Club in New Zealand in Auckland Um, I think he's going to be a really really good signing for us, Um, we've had some really good references Um, we've spoken to him obviously, Um, he seems a really really nice lad and he is is our overseas for 2020 and Mm -hmm. yeah we're we're really looking forward to to seeing him in action, he comes with a a good reputation so I mean look, Francois is not same as you know some of the decks in New Zealand some of the roads in New Zealand Frankwell by the sea as Lee calls it yeah but um, yeah we're really optimistic um, with Andrew and I
2: I think I think one of the well I I was talking to Henry Dawson and he was saying he really rates yeah he's a fantastic player yeah one one of the other big signings that you've made is uh, a player coming back to you that Andy's already mentioned
5: yeah Yuri Pugh um, he'll come back um, from Frankton he will keep for us so it means I've been relieved of my duties so I am available to anybody as a wicketkeeper <laughs> in Division 6 and below <laughs> if, uh, if you require anybody. Um, but yeah,
4: we're really pleased. Uh,
3: that, that seems a strange move from you, eh? having got promotion with Frank, Frankton.
5: Yeah, are, yeah, you, yeah. You, yeah I, I get that. You could say that.
4: Um, I spoke to him last year about it and I said, are you going to give it a go if you go up? And he said, yeah, um, which is a shame he hasn't. But I tell you now, I'm really impressed with the signings you made. And I think it's yeah, I think Beacon of right. moving forward because I, I do think they need to ball... They needed to bolster their their bat in the last few years, and I think you've you've nailed it this year. I
5: think I think with Yuri, I mean, you know, he lives in town in Chisholm Town Centre. You know, a home game at Frankton, twenty twenty five miles. Um, just got married and all that. I, 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 he's obviously got a lot of mates um, at Beacon. Myself, Charlie Higgin is captain. He was um, Yuri's best man at his wedding, and Graham as well, uh, Graham Carey that we mentioned about, um, earlier. He's really good mates with him from his school years as well. So look it's easy for me to say but I think it makes sense I'm sure I'm sure Frankton will miss him but we're delighted to have an upgraded wicketkeeper and also it frees me up to bowl if if required Um, but I think I think it's a really good signing or three really good signings for us so far
2: so moving to clubs that are outside of the town centre because that's been one of the criticisms that we kind of which is which is quite a fair criticism to be honest but we're trying to we're Uh, moving to sides outside of uh, the town centre what else has been going on Jamie uh,
5: so we've got a confirmed signing from your club Albelberry with <laughs> big signing big signing Ewan Griffiths very happy with this guy very happy to Yian, be Griffiths. Gyan, thank you very Yian much. Griffiths Yian Griffiths from Montgomery so I don't Yian. know whether you want to say a few words about him or... Yian.
2: well yeah fantastic bloke um, he, he turned up to Cal Corner Nets and when we were having the net session he um, one of the lads came up to me and was like oh he's going to be a good signing for you isn't he and I was like what and they were like yeah yeah he's talking about signing on for you and I was like class he is fantastic he's, look, I'd say he's well he's a very good all rounder I think and I think he'll only bolster our side and the most important thing for Oliverbury I think Joss is that he's he's a young player isn't he yeah yeah
3: he's a, he's a good good player playing against him indoor, Dortmund in fact playing against him on Thursday he had a good game he scored, he scored 30 on not 8 and he didn't get me age but
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but he's um yeah he's got a yard on him yeah so he can bowl he can bat he'll be um, definitely decent middle order batsman and yeah. a, a go to bowler as well. Yeah. Also
4: also a big loss for Monty.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. I think for Ulmerbury as well. It's kind of getting in that getting in an extra younger player, getting someone who's hungry for cricket. He's done he's a lot about the community. He does his, he's done his coaching badges, so he's getting get he's going to get involved with the coaching and yeah he's, i think he's going to bring a lot to the general kind of aura the, the, the general kind of community side of yeah, the club yeah. as, well. Well, and and know, as well you yeah, know his dad's a top bloke as well dead, you know so, Montgomery, yeah, he's so, so big, yeah, has, yeah so a lot of people were quite surprised time when time. we bought it but no he's i think he's, he's, he's he wants to challenge himself in division one and to be honest I, I think he'll do I think he'll do a great job and I think he'll fit in but um moving to someone just down the road from us
5: yeah uh, Newtown local Derby for you of course yeah. uh, we've got confirmed or two confirmed bit of, uh, bits of transfer news from them uh, Kenny Hamer that's been confirmed Kenny! Um, I think we might have he mentioned it on lost. the last love one. Kenny. Huge one the yeah, yeah is it is on and off low. the field uh, so yeah. that is confirmed he has returned to Newtown. Um, and then they have also confirmed uh, Hamish Harding, mm. um, who is Massive. back from Sorry. New Zealand for a third spell as yeah. their overseas, And I believe part yeah. of the 2016 yeah, promotion-winning yeah. season. The it's, it's a ball hard. Ballard. Yeah. It's a ball hard. Yeah. So, uh, two little bits of news from Newtown. Anything there.
4: else from Newtown?
2: Well, Dave Laird's, well, Dave Laird's uh, a
5: sentinel.
4: I've heard Di Brown's retired. Oh, yeah,
2: Di Brown retired. Yeah. an yeah, absolute uh, legend. Probably, Fantastic probably. Moment. I
4: mean they're a fiery side at times Newtown but is genuinely one of the nicest blokes he used to do the fines back.
3: after the game didn't he oh you such a nice you. bloke
4: honestly fantastic guy uh, all the best with die all the best with yeah, retirement yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got a few other bits
5: of confirmed transfers from Shropshire Clubs but not necessarily in the Shrewsbury Cricket League or Shropshire Cricket League yeah, but, um, so we've got Charlie Morris who was left Bridge North he's joined Hales Owen yeah, yeah. Um, joining Ryan Lockley at Hales Owen uh, we've got Wem have announced their overseas Jay Bister
2: yeah, this is very interesting. Yeah, this looks well. a signing right. with, with him.
4: Looks the business. Yeah, he
2: is. He's from India. he's he plays a for Mumbai. he's Mumbai. He is, um, India. Uh, oh. He has actually told Wem that he's he's on the, he's on the cusp of playing for Wem uh, uh, in India. He's on the cusp of playing for India, and he's told them that if he gets the chance to play in this tournament, which is basically a pre-tournament for anyone who wants to play for India, he, he may he, have he, to he go. May have to. Well, he's going to leave. Basically, to go and play for this this tournament to get picked for India, Ray. And Andy knows a bit about him because we were talking with Ben Peel as well, weren't we, mate?
4: Yeah, I heard a lot of good things about him. Uh apparently he's the real deal. It's gonna be a, a massive signing for Wham, I think, with their squad already being pretty fantastic. They've got a good side. Um, he's gonna be a perfect fit, really. Mm. Um I heard a rumour, I don't I'm not hundred percent on this, but I don't know if Jamie was gonna say about it, but um he has played against England uh, in a tour game mm. um, and apparently scored 60 or 40 balls. So uh, yeah. he's no mug, obviously. So I think, uh, I think, I think he can play. He can, he can play cricket. And yeah, coming from Mumbai, a massive yeah. area for cricket in India, it's massive.
5: And then the final bit of confirmed news I have, at least um, on my list, is three signings for Shrewsbury. Uh, Dan Humes, uh, George Hargrave, young George Hargrave is Good, returned. Player. good player. Very good player. And uh, JP Erasmus who's uh-huh. joined the club as well. The old knocking superstar, yeah, was at Bridge North, I believe, last season. Yeah. I've correct? heard a
4: few a few rumours that he's got a trial as a spinner at Derbyshire. Has he? So, so okay.
3: yeah. where where he thinks the shoes will be set up? Where he was?
4: It's hard. Money. It's hard to say because when he played for knocking, I quite rated him as a spinner, but as a batsman, he was a bit of a. Uh, he was aggressive batsman, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was. A good um, batsman. But I do think a he. a very nice way of saying slogger, really, isn't it? Mm, yeah, um, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, if probably... it works, it works. I but... mean, in in the two games I played him, I didn't see the best of him, so well, I couldn't what tell you why. What, he's what like, I would
5: but... also say, actually, is that I've never seen you, JP. So it's a, it's a good, it's game. a good move for him. It's in good in move previous him. podcasts, we've spoken about Shrewsbury twos signing in overseas, but the ones not. Yeah. So yeah. whether he has come in for the twos, I mean, I wouldn't have thought so. But, well, I don't, well, I don't. The only know. thing oh, I is, I I, don't,
2: yeah, I, 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 don't, I no, I've we, never seen the lad play. I, so He's he yeah, yeah. obviously better than me if he's playing for these. Well, obviously, I, I yeah. play.
4: Obviously. Yeah, I play indoor with <laughs> anyone who can hold a better than me. So <laughs> I play indoor with Swiftie, obviously first team keeper at Shrewsbury, and like from what he says and what I've spoke to him about, just, mm. I think it's a win-win for players. If they wanted to move, mm. I was surprised Tom Ellis didn't go there. I, I really thought he might move back to Shrewsbury, but mm. it's a win-win for if you're gonna play. You can play prem cricket in the twos, mm. and you've got a chance to play in ones. It, yeah. It's a win-win. For okay, a so
2: now the moment everyone's been looking forward to. Let's unleash all these rumours that we've been hearing, and let's all get stuck into them. Let's get right into the meat of it. Let's get into the flesh and bones.
5: Um, well, where do we start with the rumours, eh? Where do we start? Up uh, to Beacon. Uh, you want to start with Cliffy to yeah, Beacon? start
2: Cliffy to Beacon. Let's I go thought there.
5: Jamie was doing the rumour. <laughs> 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 I thought you were. <laughs> right, so we'll, start, we'll, we'll start with uh, somebody else. <laughs> um, one rumour that was, in fact, incorrect. Uh, we thought Bradley Thornton may be going back to Walscott, but that is I'm incorrect. He is leaving. definitely staying at Shrewsbury. Okay, so next, I will answer your question with regards to Cliffy, I think. Our stance with Cliffy remains the exact same. Cliffy um, left the club last year, no problems with him going to Sentinel to test himself. He is more than welcome to come back to Beacon. Um, I don't know whether he wants to or not.
2: Uh, I don't know. So <laughs> outside, of Shri- so outside of the
5: town centre where we're looking at. Okay, yeah, so what we have we have heard is that there might be an ex-international leg spinner joining Burma Heath. Now, mm-hmm. I haven't heard this myself. I know one or two of us around this table has. Mm-hmm. Um, can anyone enlighten us? Does anyone know anything else about I've this? I've not heard I mean, anything about this. This, and would, I, be, and this I'm, would be incredible. <laughs> and I'm
4: working for the captain of Bomber, and he's not Rob told D, me this. Great bloke. So, uh, yeah, he's a lovely lad. Um, bloke, yeah. So I've heard nothing about this. So I'm pretty sure he would have mm. said something when I was there. But, you know, well, speculation is speculation.
2: You want to keep it under, under wraps until so, it's confirmed. But, can you yeah, tell me his
5: name? Uh, yeah, and we've also uh, confirmed signing, actually, actually, I believe. Uh, Ryan Davis has rejoined the club as a wicketkeeper for Loma yep. Heath. I don't know if either of you or any of you remember Ryan Davis. Well, Rob said um, he was a good player. So I've also has been he's keeping play, very, very well at Nets. So hmm. that will be interesting. Uh, obviously, I think it was Jonathan Clifton, the overseas, who was keeping for them last year. Yeah, so. it was. Yeah, he's and before man. that was Travis Keyes. So it looks like they may have found a local wicketkeeper. That's good. For the very good. first couple of seasons. Yeah. Um, other rumours, we've got potentially... Uh, Joe Leach to Schiffnall Ma- that's, yeah, mate, that's yeah. massive
4: news because uh, I played Schiffnall the other night they didn't really say anything about it no. didn't discuss it but I mean having that that talent to come back mm. I mean obviously Shrewsbury are a club that have had that for years haven't they yeah, yeah. you know they've had the likes of Barnard and obviously well, um, oh, Pennington and oh, James Taylor James Taylor yeah just mm. just a little player not, not that good um, <laughs> 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 amazing talent coming back to play for Shrewsbury um, but no it it would be amazing for him. I don't know how it would go for the squad. Well, I mean, arms, eh? Yeah, I, I don't know if it's good for the squad to have players coming in like that. But uh, what a player!
2: The dude that I'm quite <laughs> interested in is uh, one of my mates. Well, two of my mates actually. Uh, Benny Peel. Possibly you ha- on, possibly y- on the move. You two, have friends? Um, you have, oh, uh, sorry. Hill. <laughs> people who just put up with me, basically. Uh, <laughs> Three <laughs> of <laughs> us round this table. Benny Peel, Benny Peel, possibly on a move, and also uh, Matty Hart, Sean, off to. Uh, Grasshoppers midweek, now that's something I'm really quite interested in hearing about.
5: Yeah, well I've heard this as well and uh, who, I understand he is interested. Who are you asking here? We're asking you, as the Grasshoppers midweek captain, well, is I'm there the, any truth
4: in it? I'm the Grasshoppers midweek captain and I haven't approached anyone, uh, uh, well I've approached a couple, I've tried to get a couple of signings this year, obviously mm. all the teams are improving, Wemmer are improving with their overseas, which church are improving, so you know, we are going to look to sign players but mm. um, I've heard nothing, he hasn't. Approached me and asked if he could play. Um, so yeah, and he has circulated that himself, hasn't he? From <laughs> what I hear.
2: Any 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 other business? Any other any other transfer rumours that we've got on?
5: Uh, we've also a little whisper, um, is that Adam Williams from Kund could well be making
4: the move across town to Shelton. Oh,
5: that's interesting.
4: It's very interesting. I I didn't expect that, uh, but Kound, we, Kound
2: we'll a, we'll see.
4: He's a big player. That's that could, another player that they yeah, lost. Yeah, they they. I was very surprised back end of the season that when he got back off uh, off his travels, he uh, mm. he wasn't in the first team back end of the season when they're in such trouble. Um, but it's it's one of them good things. Baller, but ads ad's, ads just he's he's been he's been good for years and he yeah. very very consistent hits a line in length. Yeah. Um, is a job for me he's a good cricketer although yeah. he's underrated with the bat actually as well and yeah. he, he plays for me midweek and he's he, he a he super like yeah. He, yeah he's he, how much yeah so a
2: good round of transfer rumours and if you have any rumours or if you hear anything on the grapevine do let us know and we'll bring it up in our next episode which will be happening very soon so yeah that is pretty much bringing another episode to an end and yeah so it's been a great episode and if you are interested in getting involved in any of the nets that we're running, if you've got any rumours or anything that you would like to bring up in any of the future podcasts, if you, you know, if you want us to come to your club or you want even, uh, you know, if we get a team together to come and play, you, get involved. If you're interested in any of the merchandise, also drop us a message. As always, thank you so much for supporting us. It's uh, very you know, really appreciate it. The bat stickers are out. If you're interested in that, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search Cow Corner Pod or Cow Corner Podcast. Uh, Cow Corner Live is going to be coming up soon, which we're all really excited about. Uh, we will be now getting all of the all of the details together and trying to work out what's going to happen, and then we will have a venue. If you are interested in that, we will be putting posts up. So please, um, if you are interested comment uh tag us in it and comment saying down for cow corner live and we'll make sure that basically we've got an idea of how many people would want to turn up and we'll get it going forwards also next session is at woodstock really excited for this really excited to meet him aren't we just bring on yeah looking forward to that session and as always feel free to get involved tweet us get send us a facebook dm us anything get involved with us in instagram uh, we will start we will be starting in 2020 uh, to do some video footage as well so any any anything you want to get involved with let us know and get involved thank you very much and this all, all that leaves me to say is thank you very much joss cheers everyone see you soon bye cheers andy
5: thank you very much pleasure as always and cheers Jamie no worries thank you very much
2: and thank you very much from everyone for listening from myself have a good night bye 51
4: you are (laughs) (laughs) he had that fucking on there